What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is the first highlight episode. So I went through the first three episodes, try to pick out some highlights, let you know how shitty we were back then. Not many highlights, to be honest. Um, do talk about uh, my tattoo, watermelons, top five superhero movies, softball, Papa John, politics, top five favorite rap groups, Shantix, Snappy's Foot, top five sports games, um, a few other things in there. Uh, if you enjoy these episodes, let me know and I will uh, keep making them. And I might even, uh, you know, talk at the end of this thing. So about future plans. So check it out. And uh, thanks for checking this out. podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to the first episode of a podcast with Mo. Uh, this is the spiritual successor of the powwow with Mo podcast. Um, that podcast I would have loved to keep going forever. Unfortunately, powwow is moving. So we have had to change directions. But hopefully he will still be on this when he is able, and I'll be joined by other co-hosts. I already have a handful that we have planned on being on. This week, we're going to be joined by Snappy, talk about a lot of random stuff, which is going to be pretty much the theme of how this podcast goes. So if you're curious of this podcast moving forward, we're mainly going to talk about current events, news, politics, video games, TV, movies, sports, any other random ideas or topics that pop in my head that I write down on my phone. Uh, that's kind of what I want to do. I understand I have a horrible name for the podcast. Hard to find. So please let anyone know if you enjoy it. And we are joined by Snappy on the first episode of A Podcast with Mo, which is a very clever name. It took a lot of creativity to come up with. It took you like two weeks at least. Well, it was honestly the first name I had. It said I had the instead of A, and then I used to rap with the name A to the Mo, and so I was like, well, A podcast with Mo is kind of similar to my rap name, so this that's where I went with, in my head anyway. And Sounds then good. You're going to be on a lot of weeks. I know like next week I'm going to try to have Dom and Wyatt on as the plan. We're going to see what happens, but my history with podcasting is not everyone's normally available, so hopefully... You will be. And then your last name's also the same as mine, where my nickname Mo comes from. So you're kind of part of the title. I've been called Mo uh, several times, once yeah. or twice. I figured. Um, the origin of my nickname, Mo, and I've always thought this was good, because no one called me this until my senior year of high school. And everyone called me Mosier. That's my last name, right? And I'm sure right. you as well. Uh, got Moiser, whatever they wanted to say. Right. Uh, my friend Bryce called me Mosier uh, for some reason. And everyone think, else called me. They think we're friends. Right. And everyone else called me Mosier. And then I started smoking weed in my senior year of high school. And then this one dude, Preston, who moved in that year and we became friends, was started calling me Big Mo when we were high. Only when we were high. And then I was like, cool. So all my stoner friends called me Mo, but no one else. So it was like, cool, like only with my stoner friend thing. And then I went to get a tattoo and they misspelled our last name on my leg. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, fuck. And Did then, they freehand it? Yeah, he goes, oh, can I freehand? And I go, sure. And then I I was just zoned out, right? Like, I have it done. And then I looked at it, and I didn't freak out. I was just, I looked in the mirror, and I said, dude, it looks badass, but you misspelled my name. Like, I was pretty calm. My mom was there. Today, my mom learned I smoke cigarettes. Because after that, I go, mom, can you go across the street and give me cigarettes, please? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I need a fucking cigarette. They just misspelled my name. 
and the first tattoo didn't hurt right when they first did it i mean it hurt a little bit because it's a tattoo but it wasn't that bad but then instantly they're like well we need to cover it and then when they went over what they just did was really fucking painful um for i bet for whatever reason and i ended up telling them to leave mo the mo part I go, well some of my friends call me mo so leave that but you can cover up the rest that you misspelled and then after that i basically just started telling people like in the fraternity when i pledge everyone called me mo then right and stuff and his eyes had a tattoo and i was like well i gotta commit now see as many times as our name has been misspelled in my life i would never let anyone freehand my last name on me i didn't think about it because to me he had my paper with my name right in front of it and but i give uh bill collectors and ssi true i give them the same thing and i even spell it out loud i know i do too as well uh my wife actually a couple weekends ago didn't and i was like you got to spell this last name it's hard <laughs> yeah because you tell them your name and they're like i'm not finding you i'm like because i automatically walk up i'm like eric moser m-o-i-s-e-r right and they're like okay and they still can't find out my m-o-i-s-e-r i don't even wait for them to ask yeah like just top again but the way i'm saying it so yeah that's how i started being called mo and it's really stuck with me and i think it's cool because my last name wasn't even Mosier when i was born so it's like there's a whole other life where i could not be called mo in another dimension but uh that is the way i'm known but anyway she was doing it for all the uh, illegal immigration right well and we like to use the word illegal i think it's weird we have this whole legal and illegal thing I think it's so weird. It's a weird concept. It's like, if to do it legally, they need $10,000 and to wait five years. It's kind of weird. Like, if you wanted to move to another country, do you have ten grand and to wait five years? And no. we live in the wealthiest country on earth. That's they what... live in places that suck. Ain't no way they got money for that shit. This lady here is part of the uh, Republic of Congo. Cool movie, the Congo, when I was a kid. It scared the shit out of me, those fucking gorillas. <laughs> I mean, if it's so bad over here, go back. It's not. But she's thinking other people, it is bad for them, and she would love them to have the opportunity she has. Again, I uh, just think, well, and me and Rusty, um, who I brought up on the previous podcast, uh, he talked to me about it this week, and I, I completely agree, and it makes me seem like nothing I say matters. Of Like, it doesn't really affect me. And if you said tomorrow, like, well, we're closing all the borders down, it probably wouldn't affect my life much besides the fact I wouldn't get fruits and vegetables because we wouldn't have people to do it anymore or any of the other jobs that white people are too fucking lazy to do that they can't ever get. And then we got Trump wanting 76 new imported employees for Mar-a-Lago when he's over hating on immigrants and he's asking anyway. We're not lazy. We just want a fair wage. And they would as well, but we don't. Actually, they don't even care. They're like, we'll take whatever we can fucking get because we want it. We want it more than y'all do. I'm just saying they work harder. But... Me and Rusty, through our conversation on text, I think I've just come to agreement, and I could be wrong, I could be speaking for him here. Of, I think, at least what I got to, is I think that as soon as they walk across the border, instead of giving them shit, you hand them a card, and you're like, go get a job. You got two months. When you start making money, we're going to take money from your wage. We're going to tax you like anyone else. I agree. I don't see what's so weird about that. And then people are like, well, they take all your welfare. And it's like, no, they don't have a Social Security card. If they're illegal, right. they get paid under the table. Probably shitty wages, but either way, it's not getting taxed. And I think it's, I think a lot of people, like a lot of business owners that we think are going to save America, they're the ones fucking supporting all the illegal immigrant workers. I've been in said situations. Right. In the same kitchen, you know, that guy got paid cash. I was supposed to be, you know, basically number one. You know, I suppose I made more on paper. Right. But I got taxed and I ended up bringing home less than that guy did. Exactly. Or, it sucked. And I just remember, like, when I was 14, and you actually worked here as well when you were younger, uh, where I grew up, there's a watermelon fields around in cantaloupe fields, and 
a lot of people worked there in the summer. And so when I was 14, I worked in a watermelon field for a week until they moved me to the shed. And that one week, me and my friend Jonathan were the only white people in the fields. Everyone else was Mexican, uh, which isn't bad at all. They were great at doing their job. And then I was basically fired for being white at the end of the week. Well, not fired because they transferred me, basically. Where they said, when these boys were, when they were boys in Mexico, they threw watermelons for fun. When you were a boy, you watched Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and I looked at the guy because I was like 14. I go, am I fired because I'm white? <laughs> like, just immediately. And he was like, uh... No, 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 I, I'm friends with your dad. We're gonna get you in the shed. And I was like, all right. So they put all the white, and when I went there, it was, that's where it was. All the white people worked in the shed boxing the watermelons. And that's, I mean, was that all racist? Maybe, but it seemed to work for them, at least where we were at, right? And that's, you know, but I don't know how much those Mexican dudes made, but they were like bust in from Mexico. Like before that season, they didn't live in America. They were like, oh, when I was fighting chickens down in Mexico last week, and then they're like, now I'm here. I'll work this for a couple months and then go back. And you're like, huh. And you know who didn't make that decision? Them. You know who made the decision? The white dude who owns all those farms. So like it had like I don't think they were the ones that were like, let's sneak over there for this job. Those guys probably sought them out, I would think, right? And be like, hey. And they gotta call from Pablo up the streets, like, hey man, watermelons are ripe. <laughs> right. Just let them know. <laughs> Melons are ripe and you got three buses show up the next day. But honestly, because of that job, I I can barely eat watermelons now because they were so good. So, like, when you're working a 16-hour day in a watermelon field picking them, and then they're like, all right, break time. You just take a watermelon and break it open and eat it. Right. And it's so good in that scenario because we also did the seedless ones was what we were picking. And it's like you can just eat all you want. It's so, like, delicious. You're so dehydrated and tired that now when I get a normal watermelon, especially if it's not seedless, I'll eat it, and I'm like, so not I have the time, time I get the watermelons at the store or whatever, they're just not ripe. They're not sweet. They're Yeah. They, well, I remember our— It's dr- almost like oh, that part between the good part and the rind, kind of that looks like watered-down Kool-Aid. Yeah. I mean, almost the, all of them at Walmart are like that. I think it's a little deeper than that. I think, um, and I thought this for a while, back when email and computers were first pitched in like the 80s, the idea behind everyone's mind was, well, what we do in a 40-hour work week now, we can do in 20 hours because of technology. So we're going to, in the future, like their prediction in the 80s, we're in the future, we're only going to work half as much because we'll get the same work done. But that didn't happen. Instead, we worked as much, but they wanted twice as much production. And that kind of happens in all technology. So for instance, your cell phone, now with our awesome smartphones, I bet you're always checking it. Whereas in back when the old Nokia brick phone, it didn't give up. We didn't matter. I, I leave, didn't. I didn't mess with it unless it rang. Right. I leave that motherfucker at home for three hours and just forget it wasn't even a thing. Right now, if I went to work and forgot my phone, I'm like, oh my fucking god, and I'm like pissed all day. Right. It's like it was supposed to make our lives easier, but it just hasn't. It's made it more stressful. It feels makes you feel like you have to do more. Like I feel like at my like right now that I have to do something every hour of the day. Like I'm like, well, I got five hours for today. I guess I need to well I'll work on a beat, I guess, and then uh, I need to do the intro for the podcast. And then I'm like, well, for the next two hours, I'm gonna get a, some objectives in, in Fortnite. Not just play it to have fun, but I need to get these objectives. It's like everything has to be so task oriented, and I think it's because computers have programmed us to be like that at least for me yeah i'm not like that i can just sit around and do nothing i'm not gonna lie about it it's very rare for me these days to be able to just sit and do nothing all right and we are back and we are joined by powwow what's up guys and i'm glad you're on the first podcast because you know the last podcast was our podcast that's right i'm glad you're at least on this one uh 
to keep it going spiritually. Trying. And so this week, what we're going to do is top five favorite superhero movies. Yep. All right, pal. So what is your number five? So my number five is going to be Justice League. My number five is one that came out, I believe we were in high school to junior high area, a little bit before the superhero movie craze hit, um, and that is Hellboy. All right, so my number four is going to be X-Men 2, X-Men United. All right, my number four is, I've been struggling, I only have one current movie actually on my list, and this is it, and I'm going with Deadpool. Um, All right, so my number three is going to be one from when we were younger, and that is Mystery Men. I'm so glad you... My number three is a movie that, honestly, I think is the reason I no longer take most superhero movies seriously. Because I feel like this one, when I first watched it, it just kicked me around the fucking face and was like, <laughs> this shit's badass, which is kick-ass. Yep, kick-ass. Like, um, so, my number two um, is going to be Thor Ragnarok. My number... We're on two? Two. My number two is going to be Chronicle. All right, so my number one overall um, is going to be Captain America. Yeah. Um, I'm glad the first you Avenger. It, for um, sure. All right, my number one, I do think is the best just movie overall, just The Incredibles. I, I agree. We talked about this. I was glad you had it on the list. What up, and welcome to a podcast with Mo. This is episode two, and this week we are joined by Dom. Hello. And Wyatt. What's up? All right, and we're going to kind of start off more on Watt's thing. And there's actually one thing, Watt, I really did want to start with. And uh, this is like our third take on this, so earlier I fucked up. One thing I want to start with is me and you, We used, I used to work with both of you. Mm-hmm. And me and Watt had this one conversation. Uh, and I would say between, like, me and you are pretty much two of the most feminist-friendly men I, I can think of. Like, I'm pretty pro-feminism, and sure. so are you. Yep. And me and you had this conversation at our job in which every woman got very offended very quickly and I thought the point you made has stuck with me since this day, and I've brought it up to other people, and no one else gets it. So I'm gonna see if you remember. You made this comment of, "Why haven't women ever stood up and been like, fuck softball? We deserve to play baseball.'" Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure, yeah, that's some that's some shit, man. And I I just thought the point was good of like, you could see feminism getting behind that idea. It wasn't right. necessarily that we were saying right. that should happen. Just like with the way the thought process of it was, right? And then these women, these women we worked with who played softball in their life, got right. fucking pissed. Like right. you're trying to say softball is the real sport, and we're like, right. no, no, you're missing the point. You're missing yep, the point. Totally missing the point. My whole thing is there isn't like a different version of basketball for women, right? right. There used like, to be women actually. play really like with different rules. Yes, yeah, yes. Like- they had uh, it was six on six. The three guards stayed on one side of the court with the other team's three forwards. And the other side had three on three, and then they passed the ball back and forth because women couldn't run the whole court. It didn't All change. Right, it well, the internet. Uh, this is a good introduction for me because I don't <laughs> know a fucking thing about sports. Right, but, so. but modern <laughs> I'm a day, nerd. Modern day, there we've we've caught up on those. Like today, sure, the WNBA right. is pretty much the same. Smaller ball, right. Three point lines a little closer, but it's for the most part the right, same. Right. Sure. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. Like I just don't understand why like a woman couldn't play baseball right i mean like right. it's the the softball is bigger and harder to throw than the yep. baseball so what i mean what comment are we trying to make by like having this whole separate right. well, sport well the thing is there's co-ed softball leagues um and there's like uh, powwow when he was on he would always talk about he loved playing with the old native 
league softball because it's a bunch of big native guys drinking beer just hitting home runs. And if you didn't hit a home run, you weren't even – you just were like, I'm out then. Yeah. And, and it was like – so th- softball is a game of itself. It's like a – and I'm not saying – I want to say it's casual, like it's not competitive, but it has its place, I think. But I just thought us being like, well, why aren't women – why isn't there a group of women like league of their own in it, right? Like, right, right. We just yeah. fucking throw overhand. Hell I'll yeah. slide my ass in with a skirt on. Yeah. I don't care. Hell yeah. So anyway, I don't know. and there are some women that could play men's basketball. I think Diana Taurasi could play point guard today. She's so she's the goat. WNBA right. goat. Right. So <laughs> I, I mean, it is weird. Uh, I'm glad everyone has their opportunities and stuff. But I just that was one thing I wanted to bring up. Um. All right, so this one I think y'all might have some comments on. Papa John used the N-word. Yeah, yep, I saw that. Thing. Yeah, he yep. did. So I have, I have mixed feelings about this, which I'm not not saying like you should be in trouble. <laughs> I don't like I'm going to explain this. It's because from what I understand, I could be wrong on what I read. He on the thing was like, quote, he was saying Colonel Sanders said he was quoting yeah, like Colonel yeah, Sanders. Yeah, he was right? quoting. And I know for a fact to you, Dom, I have said like, oh, this one sir said blah, blah, hard R N-word. Like to you, yeah. like because me quoting someone. Um, now, I also have black friends and they're like, I normally have a cool enough vibe that they realize like I'm not saying it maliciously. So I know it's somewhat different. And I don't know well, how it, he it's is. Because, it's because it's his second time like he's already okay. done it. yeah he's okay. already done it before okay shame on me the, the gotcha. meeting that he was in was to discuss cultural sensitivity <laughs> he was in this meeting because he had lost them so much money due to his cultural insensitivity that they were trying to rebrand him and send him on like a forgiveness tour right yeah and yeah. in that meeting See, and to me, I don't really care about any... Like, I'm not one of those people that are like, I'm boycotting this business because they're political stand. I really... Yeah, I'm the same way. Because a lot of people try to, like... We're going to get Chick-fil-A here in town. And they're like, oh, Chick-fil-A... My hot take is Chick-fil-A is a little overrated. But I'm going to... All right, I'm going to let that be because I love love Chick-fil-A. All right. We're going to move on to a top five list we're doing this week. Oh, yeah. We're going to do top five favorite rap groups. So my number five is should be a lot higher, but I didn't listen to them enough, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put them higher. It's Wu Tang Clan. Um, my number five is one that I have mixed feelings about one of the members now, I guess, but I just grew up loving him, which is Big Timers. All right, I don't know if they qualify as a group. I qualified them as a group. Uh, Dipset. Okay, I, I, I like Dipset a lot. Like, um, all right, my number four that I'm going with. Is going to be Three Six Mafia. Oh man, I love Three Six Mafia. I thought about them really hard. Number three, this is where it starts getting. This is the heavy hitters to me. Number three is Bone Thugs. All right, my number three. Um, I've debated putting these people on here because I felt like uh, what we talked about earlier with the black dude in hockey and the white running back. It's yeah. one of those scenarios, um, which is the Beastie Boys. Oh man, see. All right, what do you have for number two? Number two is NWA. Now, this probably should be number one, but I have another one at number one. I got you. I got you. Um, (laughs) NWA, one of my all-time favorites. I was going to put – they would have made my top five, but after you have them. Yeah, So I was going to switch it up a little bit. Are we on my number two? Yeah, we're on yours. All right, this one could get – this one will be the one I take the most shit for, um, but I'll go on Lonely Island. It's number two. I almost just got up and walked out of this (laughs) house. (laughs) All right, so who is your number one? I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Oh, yeah. It is Outkast. Outkast, greatest rap rap group. They're technically a duo, but rap, you're I count a group. it. Yeah, <laughs> count, count duos as groups. Um, all right, my number one is gonna be Run the Jewels. 
Tomorrow, I'm starting Shantix. So I got some, which is a pill that helps you quit smoking. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations I'll, on. Yeah, on we're going to see how this goes. Uh, now, what's cool about it is you can just take it, and for the first, there's three processes. You can choose one. And my doctor told me to do the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Like the hardest one is like in the first week, you want to be down by however many. And then another way, you suck real strict things. Um, and then the middle one, something like longer. And then the gradual quit, which they suggested for me because I've smoked for a while and I smoke quite a bit. Um, is you just you start taking them and then by the end of the first month your goal should be down about half of what you did just try to do less because what the way it works is it starts blocking the brain receptors that just know you got nicotine Mm -hmm. so even though you're smoking normally your brain's not getting that you got nicotine feeling so you then are just going to break the ritual because your body will be breaking the nicotine part once you're still smoking and then when you go to try to quit you should oh that's good so I'm I'm hopeful to work now there are crazy side effects of course um, I mean, I'm kind of a depressed person anyway, and it can cause depression and suicidal thoughts. So I got to be on top of that. It can make you very angry and have like rage. Could oh, so my wife doesn't want me to play Fortnite, but we'll see. <laughs> and don't want to throw that controller. Through you could TV. have like crazy nightmares. And then my doctor said if that happened, just don't take the one at night. Just to take one a day instead of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the ones I'm worried about. As, as long as, as it's not like your eyes are popping out of your head, then I think you'll be okay. Hopefully. Right. And my, <laughs> my grandpa smoked for 50 years and quit off this. And he, the way he did it, um, is he said he took home, you know, and he was cutting back, you know, like, like they say to do on his own. And about a month and a half in, he was driving home from work. He lit up a cigarette and he goes, it literally tasted like wet dog shit. And he goes, so I just threw the whole pack out and never smoked another one. That's good. So I'm like, yeah, I just want to smoke until it tastes like wet dog shit. And then I can be done with them. <laughs> I want that terrible feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so I figure I let people know on here so that I can let people know my progress as it moves along. And then we can all just laugh at you when you fail. Is that what it is? Pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to put all this pressure on me. So in a year from now, when I'm like, all right, smoke break. Uh, people are like, God damn it. You can hate on me. So that's about all we have this week. Um, Oh, yeah. One thing I was to tell you about, Dom, I have all these crazy rap plans. So we mentioned it earlier a little bit before we came on. Yeah. I'm making beats. Yeah, and which so, I think is pretty dope. So which through the making beats, what happens, at least in my mind, is I'm like, I want to make. I don't have any rapper friends on the Internet anymore. I used to have a lot. And most of them rather don't rap or they're like a big deal now. And so they ain't going to fucking care about me. Yeah. Uh, y'all should all check out this dude, JG. I made a song with him when he was 17 and he's like really close to blowing up, has millions of views on YouTube. But um. I'm just like, man, I want other people to be on these beats. And I'd love to just do a big collaborate, like where I collaborated a mixtape of other people, but where my beats and I might be on a part here or there. Like, that would be real cool. Oh, that would look at the, look at you like DJ, DJ Khali. Yeah, sir. <laughs> uh, that's where I'm thinking. So I don't know if that'll happen. And then also, I just want to make um, I, I do want to make a mixtape. I'd recorded a few songs before I started per, like making my beats. Right. And now that I'm making beats, I'm like, well, I want the whole mixtape to be my beats and not these other so i'm gonna scrap those and maybe redo them or something but making beats is different like you spend a lot of time just looping shit and mm-hmm. just whereas in like rapping you write it and you say it you write it and you say it and it's fairly quick or whatever so it's a different process but then when you're just making the beat you're like oh i could do something here and i'm like well should i just record into the beat and not like there's so many like uh the creative juices really flow, I guess. When in my mind, I feel like I'm Kanye West in it, and I have like <laughs> all the pieces to make the final product. I'm just not well, sure I hope how to do. In your mind, them. you're not really like Kanye West in it. <laughs> I think Kanye's a genius, sir. Con- no one no, can I love, me otherwise. Like I love Kanye. I do love me some Kanye. I just think Kanye's gotten crazy recently. Well.
what up and we are joined by powwow what's going on so we're recording this super late yeah it's 109 it is 109 in the morning so i'm gonna get the With full the story of how it happened so snappy was gonna be on later on in this episode because i recorded chris's part before this oh, we're gonna talk about his uh his foot sure yeah we can talk about it um so anyway, later on in this episode, I talk about how Snappy was on previously, which is a lie. I was trying to do cool, like, magic, right? Like, yeah. Like, I would know. But anyway, Snappy had crazy foot surgery, which we yeah. knew he would have, but he definitely underestimated it and thought, oh, I'll be good to go by Sunday, and no way that's happening. So I stopped by and saw him, and his foot, I mean, if you're friends with him on Facebook, you would see it. I don't know. We need to guess. I need a website for the podcast so I can yeah, share I mean, pictures because yeah. his foot looked crazy. So they had a, like that long bone that runs along the inside of your foot that goes from like your ankle to your big toe. Yep. That long bone, it was too long for his foot. So they had to like cut part off in the middle. The first time I seen that picture, man, it, it blew my mind. I showed my pops, I showed Jill, and I showed my brother real fast. Yeah, I showed all the guys I worked with. <laughs> like that, it's, it's the most insane thing ever. I know. So anyway, they put a plate there to connect that and make it shorter. And then also on the end of that bone, he had like a big ball or some shit. So they like shaved that off. And then, this is the part that sounded most painful to me, was then they like cut all the ligaments in his toes. And then put pins through his toes oh, to God. straighten them. And you can see the way it is now, the pins sticking out the bottom of his toes. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive that he's just like, yeah. Well, I'm honestly, uh, he acts so different. I understand he's on pills. People on pills just seem different, right? Because he needs them. I mean, he's in pain. I mean, you've got he is complaining though. metal not sticking giving, out of your toes. They did not give him very high dosage for how large of a... I mean, not to like fatter because he always thinks I'm calling fat. No, yeah. He's a tall fucking dude. He's just yeah. a big guy in general. So, um, yeah, he's lost like 60 pounds. Right. So, like, they probably should have gave him more medicine. But even then, I go over there and he just, like, has that look. Like, yeah. he's so annoyed with life right now. And so he told I mean, me. But again, you got pins sticking out of your toes, bro. Right. So, anyway, he's told me, I don't think I'll be able to make it. And his wife was like, no, he's not making it. And I was like, okay. just stay and rest. And I was like, well, nothing else. We'll just have a real short one with just the Chris stuff at the end, which isn't much. Yeah. Um, and then that's fine. So anyway, Snappy cancels. And then I hit you up. I'm like, hey, any chance you're going to be in town this weekend? You are here to mess with your house. And then you came over to play Fortnite. And then I was like, let's just stay up super late. Yeah. Sleep deprived. Because <laughs> we're like adult human beings that don't fucking. Like, I woke up at like before 7 o'clock this morning. And it's yeah. 1 a.m. the next day now. <laughs> and so we were like, we'll drink a little. Yeah. Make it a little more fun, which I don't think will sell you something too crazy. I and we are now joined by Chris. Hey, guys. Or Chick. Yeah, Chick. We'll go with Chick. All right. So, all right. Moving on to our top five favorite sports video games. All right. This was a tough one for me because I grew up in the age where Nintendo was boss. Right. And I you gotta go, go your favorite. Um, I'm gonna go with, and it's tough. So I'm, this is your number five? Yeah, it's my number five. Number five. Go with Madden. My number five is going to be a probably not well known one for the PlayStation Three called Sports Championship. So my number four would be um, 
on the the Nintendo when I got the game, it had an additional game on the same cartridge. Like most were just Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and then on mine, I also had a third game, the Olympics. The Olympics. I remember that game. I remember going to your house and playing it. We got the pad and everything. All right, my number four um, is going to be Skate Two. So my number are we on three? Yeah, number three, Tiger Woods Golf. My number three is going to be a somewhat new game, which is Rocket League. My second one would be Double Dribble. Double Dribble? Okay. I can just hit Larry Bird in the corner and just shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. My number two, I'm going with NCAA Football 09. My number one, um, I mean, that was a great choice, but I always really liked MLB um, The Show. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. My number one, I'm going with NBA 2K10. NBA 2K10, I like it. Uh. It's one with Kobe. Yeah. That's why I gave it that one. All right. Thanks for uh, checking out the first highlight episode. Uh, Hit me up. Let me know if it's something you think is cool enough to do. I'll be honest. It's a lot of fucking work. Uh, But I also like the the reminiscing, the going back and hearing some stupid fucking takes I have that have completely changed over the last four years. People that don't know, it's been two weeks exactly since recorded the last podcast episode. Uh, Before the first week was over, I was like, this was a mistake. We should have just kept the podcast going. Um, So here in my mind where I'm at, because I am taking the rest of the year off regardless, um, besides these things. And uh, I don't know if I want to keep this podcast going. You know, we got so much history here. Or if I want to do a a podcast with a new name. I think I'm going to keep it all audio. I'm giving up the dream of video. My face is not made for video. And uh, I, I, I enjoy audio podcasts, you know. So I think we're going to keep doing it next year unless something happens, you know. I mean, that's always possible. But I'll figure it out in the future and, um, you know, get back on future plans on future highlight episodes if we have any. Uh, peace.
Momo makes beats. <laughs> <laughs>